Hello and welcome back to the Boss Bod podcast with myself, G.I. Jess. Now, if you don't know who I am, I am a entrepreneur, an author, a yoga teacher, a wellness coach, and a part-time fighter. And in these podcasts, my aim is to really share short, impactful um, nuggets of wisdom and uh, motivations to help you live a more fulfilled and uh, beautiful life. So today I want to chat about your body acceptance struggles um, and how that relates to self-love. So a couple of days ago, I put out a poll on my Instagram just asking you guys, um, or those that follow me on Instagram, asking you kind of what your biggest body acceptance struggles were. And it was interesting to see what came back. Uh, Firstly, a resounding response from women around all the things that they hate about their bodies, uh, whether it be stretch marks or cellulite or fat rolls, um, whether it be just generally unhappy with your appearance. And it, it's unfortunate, but the reality is we spend a lot of time as women um, really focusing on our appearance. And it seems that we are our own worst critics. Um, I would almost go as far to say that you're probably more mean to yourself than you are to anyone else. And that is certainly true in my experience for myself. And even after loads of kind of self-work, I still have to pull myself out of negative self-talk, out of negative um, kind of emotions and self-loathing that can come from having this warped idea of what your body should look like. Now, I'm going to pop a disclaimer right in at the beginning of this episode and say that in no way am I saying that you need to not want to change your body. Literally, my whole business is built on helping women change their bodies. But I do believe that it needs to come from a place of self-acceptance and self-love as, you know, shoo-hoo as that might sound, um, rather than a place of negativity and deprivation and self-deprecation. Um, and a negative spiral. So what what tends to happen is that we tend to give so much value to the physical, so much value to the physical appearance that we lose track of the present moment. So that's really what I want to talk about is how to become more present in loving your body in the now and obviously wanting what's best for it and wanting it to improve. But not in the way that inhibits you from living your life right now. So the idea of this podcast is to really pull yourself out of being that mean girl, that, you know, the bitchy girl. I was, I was that bitchy girl, I think, when I was in high school. But either you were that bitchy girl or you experienced that bitchy girl. And unfortunately, we tend to be that bitchy girl to ourselves. And that's really what today's episode is about, is how to stop treating yourself like an asshole yeah so my aim is to give you kind of three nuggets of wisdom to help you um move into a space of of self-acceptance and i'm almost nervous to use the word self-love because we you know we always say oh self-love self-love and it's it's this buzzword this cliche term that's actually pretty damn hard to achieve Um, And it's almost like meditation, right? If you don't meditate, then you think that it's this transcendent thing that you're going to attain one day, but it's just too far out of your reach to even start, right? So meditation, you start with breath work, you start with guided meditation, and eventually you move into a place where it's part of your 
uh, daily routine. So similarly, I'm hoping that some of the information that I can share with you today will move you into the direction of self-love through self-acceptance. Um, but it's, it's a practice. It's a daily practice, just like yoga, just like weightlifting, just like meditation. So I think number one, straight off the bat, it's that we need to stop giving so much power to the aesthetic, to the physical. So what I want you to do for a moment is to think about the most influential person in your life or somebody that you don't know that you look up to, a celebrity, some kind of powerful leader, right? Name a few for me. Who comes to your mind? Have a think about it. So let me ask you this then. Did you name a woman who only has a beautiful body or pretty face? Or did you think of somebody who is doing something incredible, somebody who is a leader or a philanthropist, somebody with power and influence over people in some way, somebody with an amazing uh, realm of talents? So sure, maybe they have a pretty face and a beautiful body, but what what is it that draws you to them? Is it their physical appearance only? Or is it something else, some other quality or legacy that they have? So it's that old exercise that, I don't know, we've done this obituary thing at some point in our lives, right? Where you have to write your own obituary. And it's, it's the idea is to let you think about, you know, what is the thing that you want to be remembered for? So... I sure as hell don't want my obituary to say, here lies Jess, she had great abs. I don't want to be remembered for that, right? Is that what you want to be remembered for? You know, here lies Karen, she had beautiful flawless skin. Congratulations, Karen, like no one's going to remember you. Shame. The Karens and the Karens of this world really get it more than anybody else. So while there's nothing wrong, like I said, with wanting to change your body, to get stronger, to lose some weight or to shed some excess fat... It's that self-deprecation and unhealthy thoughts around it that is the issue. And it's our over-obsession with wanting to focus on the physical so much at the peril of living our lives, of developing our minds and our hearts and our lives past the physical. The amount of hours that we can spend looking in the mirror at that wrinkle or that pimple or the lips that need filler that you just, you know, you, you need to save some money to get the boob job all that stuff plus on top of that we're not eating half of what we want to be eating we're depriving ourselves of of foods or jumping from one fad diet into another etc so number one for me is around taking a good hard look at how much you value the physical whether it's in yourself or in others and trying your best to start to move away from the importance around that value that you place on the physical the second one is to stop idealizing thinness or smallness so the idea of idolizing the smaller body means that you're stopping yourself from living a full life right now similar to what i mentioned in the physical um focus that we have so you're not living your full life right now because you're somehow on hold. Your life is on pause. Oh, I will go overseas once I have the bikini body to go to the Maldives or to go to Mauritius. So I don't take the trip because I feel like I'm too fat or I feel like my, you know, my cellulite on my thighs will be exposed. So I can't be caught dead on the beach. 
we sometimes stop ourselves from living this full beautiful life that we have access to because we wait to be ready from a, a, a body perspective i'll wear that top or that dress when i'm thin or i'll finally ask that boy out when i've lost the weight or i'll just finally be happy you know we sometimes think that there's this this air of permanent happiness and joy that comes from being in a smaller body and the reality is that skinny people get sad too people that are walking around in size six jeans are living miserable lives too and a nice way to look at this is if you go and sit in a coffee shop and just and it's my favorite thing to do on my own by the way guilty uh, charged guilty here is i like to sit alone in coffee shops and observe people or sometimes I'll have my husband with me and we'll talk about people and from an observational perspective, not from a bitchy perspective and try and figure out their stories. So why I'm mentioning this to you is if you go and sit in a coffee shop or on the beach or in a park and you look around at the people of different body shapes, different ages, some have aged well, some have not aged well, some are fat, some are thin. And you'll notice very quickly, you know, on people's energies who is happy and who is not and i can guarantee you that there are old people who have not aged well who are oozing confidence and there are tiny people who are not confident who who are miserable who look unhappy who look stressed so my message here for this point is just to be aware that waiting on your small body to live your life or expecting that that small body is finally going to bring you resounding happiness, you're going to wait forever. Okay? Super important. And I think we all do this in in some shape or form. You know, we hold ourselves back to a degree, waiting for the perfect time to do that photo shoot, waiting for the perfect time to go to the beach, um, or whatever the big moves are that you take. So stop stop waiting for that thin body to do the things. And I guess to a degree, we need to also take ourselves out of the notion that a thinner body is going to result in a happier life. Yes, you want a healthier life, but does it necessarily mean shrinking yourself? So the, se- the third point is super important. Stop comparing yourself to somebody else's body. How many times, and I've done this multiple times, have you seen a celebrity who has an amazing haircut, whether it's bangs or a pixie cut or a different you know, balayage, a different kind of look to what you've got, and you go, I want that look. And then you get that hair done and it never looks like it did on that celebrity. Why? Because it's not her, you're not the same person. Somehow in our minds, we think once I get that haircut, that, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a celebrity now, Kira Knightley. Once I get that pixie short haircut, I'm going to look exactly like her. And then you get it and you just look like you with a similar haircut, right? And the thing is that we are all so uniquely designed and so uniquely different that it's impossible to ever look like somebody else how many times have you seen a photo online of an influencer uh, somebody that you follow or admire and you save the photo and you're like oh hashtag body goals because you want to to have a body like that person And I'll admit that a big part of my client base comes from women who want abs like mine. I can tell you off the bat that I am genetically 
gifted in the abdominal department. I take longer to put fat on around my belly. Fat goes to my knees. It goes to my thighs. There are people who have amazing legs that I think are just so drool worthy. But my legs take a little bit longer and take a little bit more work to get there because our genes are also different. So you can do the exact same exercise. You can eat exactly the same amount of food, take the same amount of rest days. And the reality is that while your body will improve and obviously you can get yourself to a point where you look absolutely phenomenal, you're not going to have the same body as somebody else because we're wired differently. We store fat in different places and we take, you know, we build muscle in, 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 in different places and some of us are just genetically positioned to have more stretch marks or more cellulites or fat rolls. And so worrying about these things will rob you of the joy that you could be having right now by constantly comparing yourself to somebody else. Point number four. This is a big one. Practice self-acceptance through self-care. Hard. And that's, that's the one that's a daily practice. This is about respecting and honoring your body in terms of what it needs right now. So we talk a lot around, and you've heard buzzwords around intuitive eating. I would like to talk about intuitive care or intuitive movement even. So it's about the exercise and the nourishing of your body and the sleep and the rest days. It's about all those things. And I myself have been guilty in the past of creating a schedule so that I know that I get X amount of yoga in, X amount of sleep, X amount of strength and conditioning, X amount of cardio. These are kind of the meals I'm eating. I follow a low carb um, primal diet. So I need to keep my carb content down to a certain amount um, on a daily basis and make sure I'm getting enough fats. So that's all good and well, but sometimes my body needs something different. Sometimes it needs a little bit more carbs. Sometimes it needs a little bit of sugar. Sometimes it needs to move less. And often that's a big one is we live in this push, push, push kind of world where you can beat yourself up because, you know, you didn't do your weight session that you had diarized for the day. And there's a shadow to this because I speak a lot to my clients about getting a routine and, and forming those healthy habits so that they become part of your lifestyle. And that's how you move yourself from a place of being sedentary and a place of being unhealthy to a place of loving movement. And that is beautiful. It's a beautiful place to be in. But you have to take the rest days when your body is telling you it's time. So you can overexert yourself in one day have a super stressful day with an encounter with somebody and then have a restless night's sleep. Or you can be in a certain cycle in your, in your, a certain uh, part in your cycle of your period and just not feel that what was scheduled for today is viable for you. And that's where practicing self-care becomes so important and accepting where you're at for that season or for that moment and how that moves into self-love. And then you start to see that it's putting in these daily practices that I mentioned in step one to four that become kind of part of building a relationship with yourself that is a loving one. Building a relationship with yourself that is one of self-acceptance and going, I love where I'm at right now. Yes, I want to move to a place where I am stronger, where I can do a pull-up or I can do... Um, an ab exercise without feeling like I'm going to crap myself uh, or whatever the thing is that you have, you know, having goals is phenomenal. It keeps you motivated. It makes you feel like you have a purpose in this life, but having goals at the detriment of your 
self-love and self-acceptance is just a recipe for for disaster and self-loathing and the reality is that you can be in this this body that is skinny and strong and toned and you can be eating all the right foods and presenting on the outside as a perfectly healthy person but inside you can be unhappy and inside you can be depressed and every couple of months I hear a story of a beautiful woman who took her own life because she was secretly dying inside and all of her friends are like I don't understand how this happened because this woman lived the perfect life she had the perfect body she was you know she was perfect why would somebody like that want to take their own life and the reality is that this person who committed suicide recently was lonely and lonely doesn't mean that you are alone she had a family she had children she had a job and a career but inside she was unfulfilled she was ticking all the boxes on the outside but inside she was miserable and that my friends is why it's so important to take care of the inside first because then when you achieve the outside you achieve it from a place of love you achieve it from a place of health so it might take you a little longer to get there but the end the end kind of product is a beautifully baked cake that is balanced from a moisture perspective doesn't just look pretty on the outside but is great to taste on the inside and I just yes I just uh, compared ourselves to a beautiful slice of cake because I'm a little hungry and why not but the reality is that there's some beautiful looking desserts that look stunning on the outside and you bite into it and it is dry and it is gross and that's because too much attention was paid to the outside and not enough attention paid to the inside. So my question that I'm going to leave you with now is the one that I started this podcast with, which is think about three phenomenal women who you admire and look up to. Name them, write them down on a piece of paper. Think about what their qualities are that makes you draw yourself, you know, that makes you align with them. So is it... An achievement from a professional perspective is it a quality that they have from a character perspective I guarantee you that probably one of the last things you'll mention is their skinny strong body or you know their beautiful long hair or whatever it is so do yourself a favor and put that list together three women what their qualities are and then that's task one task two is to have a good think about who you want to be remembered as when you die right maybe write your obituary or just think about it what is the legacy that you want to leave behind what do you want to be remembered for and i guarantee you that the last thing that will come up for you is going to be a skinny strong body all right guys that's all i've got time for today i wish you a wonderful fulfilled week ahead and if you're wanting to check me out on Instagram, you can give me a follow on GIJess on Instagram or pop up to GIJess.online for my website. I am always looking to do one-on-one um, initial consultations, looking at goal mapping and how I can help as a health and wellness coach to help you really just have a better understanding of you know a healthy internal world while we build the the healthy external world so until next time keep well